This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, these are some of my favorite interviews to interview other consultants who do things behind the scenes that don't always get their shine. This one is coming out of West Palm Beach, Sandra Stringer of Grassroots Consulting, Inc. West Palm Beach is representing, we want to get to know our neighbors since we are new to the area, and we want to just, you know, find out what Ms. Stringer can tell us about West Palm Beach her journey in hopes that it shows you how she started, sustained, and succeeded in business. Welcome to the show. Thank you so very much for having me. I'm so excited to share my my story and share um, connect with, with the audience. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Oh, you are more than welcome. And I mean, there's a list of qualifications that you have to one that really interested me because I'm 200 pounds, but I'm working on that. Even though I'm muscle, I'm working on it in case Mayweather wants to come back in a fight. Um, I need to lose a little bit of weight, a lot of weight, actually. And so, you know, you even have a certificate in food certification. But tell the people some of your qualifications that you, you know, um, have in your yeah. site. So, yeah, thank you so very much, Yad. Um, I'm one of those <laughs> educational junkies, if you will. I do have a certification in food addiction, um, actually a journey that I have battled for years and just most recently decided to share it and let people know that a lot of times when life you know, situations befall us to no thought of our own or sometimes the choices that we make, we tend to find ourselves trying to find something to pacify it. And so for me, it was food. Um, but I am Shandra Stringer. I'm the president and CEO of Grassroots Consultant, and I do have a lengthy background in nonprofit management, where I help individuals to start nonprofits, as well as for-profit companies. But my master's degree is in nonprofit. I am an insurance broker, so I offer life insurance please make sure you have life insurance, <laughs> health insurance, retirement products for the entrepreneur and individuals that are retiring out of corporate America. We provide uh, business insurance, which is vitally important, homeowners insurance, workman's comp, and auto insurance. And then a part of uh, one of our subsidiaries, we actually have a complete 100% online training center, the Arise Training Center, which offers over 300 different courses. Um, some are certification, some are um, you can use for your CEUs as well for HR uh, uh requirements and different things like that. So that's me in a nutshell. And I'm, I just live to help people. My tagline in life is if I can help someone along the way, then my living is not in vain. Wow. And, 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 you know, usually I, st I save this for the end, but I have a feeling that your whole story, like you had just said, is going to be about helping people. So what is your community give back that you're doing or that you want to do in the future? 
Oh, wow. I, <laughs> funny you should say that. Um, where, 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 where my West Palm Beach office is located is right on the corner of 25th and Australian Avenue. And since 2015, we have coined the location as Blessed Boulevard. And so much so, one time someone was coming to the outside marketplace and she put in the map and Google Maps Blessed Boulevard. She was like, I can't find it. It's like, that's a term for the village. <laughs> And so what we do here is on Saturdays, which this Saturday we're actually re-grant re opening, we, um, we open a, a space for individuals that have businesses. They have to be licensed now. The goal when we first started was to get them out there, get them exposure, create followings, and then get them licensed, where since the pandemic, we don't have that luxury of working our way to that. They actually have to have a business license. And so from food to uh, uh, non-alcohol beverages to retail items, we we open up space for individuals to come and shop. And it's just have grown over the years to uh, uh, an, an awesome thing. I, I don't really, I tell people, I don't make money from that. My money is made behind the desk or in, you know, doing trainings. So out there, it's like I am opening up a, a, a venue for other business owners to come and for people to find out what they're doing. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, that that's great. And, you know, we love talking about money. And since you talked about all the courses that you have on there, and you, you guys have to go look at that in the description box while you're either listening or watching, watching this, um, links will be there for you to click. But you know, some of your courses, I mean, it ranges just like your education. Can you let the people know, you know, if they get a certificate or a CEU in, yeah. let's say, the, the banking, what can they do? Is it the knowledge they have or then do they then qualify for some type of job or program just so absolutely. Yeah, because what's happening is people laugh at me, you know, because they're like, oh my gosh, girl, you got more degrees than a thermometer. And my thing is, I don't have that many degrees, but I certify myself to death because <laughs> I was going to go back for my doctorate. I'm like, no, nah, I'm okay. And um, and so it it does a few things. It definitely create, cre uh, increase your knowledge base because now you have working knowledge. A lot of times, the biggest thing I found people want to, you know, they want to hire a grant writer where they don't understand grant writing is is a, is a lot of work. And then when you give them the price tag, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know it was so much. I'm like, yes, this is a lot of time spent on research. And so we do have a grant writing course. And so now they don't have to, you know, you know, use a grant writer as for our team that we provide those services. They actually can learn the skill themselves. And so we have grant writing, like I said, and, and it's just phenomenal. We have banking, we have I mean, financial literacy. And then from those different certifications, depending on how in-depth and how passionate a person is about something, they actually can also start offering it as a service under their own business. Mm, okay, awesome. Yeah. So so it's a not more knowledge based than, you know, sometimes and, and I try to av avoid this even in my own life of what I'm going to do for you doesn't mean you're going to be famous tomorrow, but you're going to oh, be yes. where you are today. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I get that all the time and people will love to say, I just want to come and sit down with you and learn how your business is so successful. I'm thinking like, first of all, success is subjective. 
Okay. It means different things to different people. Rule number one. And that's why you cannot walk or want even desire someone else's journey. You should want your own journey and walk in your own journey. And then the other thing is you have to ask yourself, is that my purpose? A lot of times people will want or desire something because they think it's more money involved. But can I tell you something? Money does not make people happy. It does pay the bills. Don't get me wrong. But money does not make people happy. So when I, I actually consult a totally different way now, my, my thing is, is this your, is this your purpose? Are you going to be passionate about it? Or is this, you know, that's what you want to do? Because if you don't on your slow and rainy days, you will abort ship and you'll find something else to do. And so with that being said, I, I try to get people to hone in on their why, because your why is going to keep you hungry. Your why is going to make you uh, have be willing to do the sacrifice. And that is going to help you catapult your journey. I have business groups and I tell them, listen, the information I'm giving you is 14 years of formal knowledge, but 30 plus years of just living. <laughs> preach, preach, preach. That's, I, I could hear that all day like we were in, you know, church, virtual church. <laughs> we we preach it, uh, the, you know, all the time and people just think that, oh, once I get the money, it's all good. The money could kill you. The money could make mm -hmm. you. Um, yeah. So I, I love to hear that. And so, yeah. you know, you do so many things. What is that, mm -hmm. you know, if you had your choice, that one thing like that you just love doing more than anything? Is it the nonprofits? Is it the private business? Is it the courses? Which one is it? Can I really tell you the thing that just gives me the most enjoyment is building other businesses. So actually the, the, the economic part of that, of being able to write a check and allow somebody to let their dream come true. What I don't include in my bio is one day I was homeless. 25 years ago, I was homeless and with an eight-month-old daughter. And someone had to help me. And I vowed that because, you know, I, I got allowed somebody to, to, to see my see me and see me when they didn't have to, to help me. And so my whole, I worked every single day to reduce my debt, increase my income so I can write checks to help others. That's my biggest why. And so if I had to narrow it down, I'm going to say the business startup because it can be for-profit or non-profit. But I know what it feels like to eat, you know, chicken seven days a week because you don't have the money because you put all your money into your business. Even right now, and I don't call it that a sacrifice because I live alone, so I don't have to worry about that. I don't have the, I have my bare basis at my house. My office spaces, which I have several, have all the amenities, <laughs> the internet, the copiers, the faxes, all of that. I put all of my resources into the business to create spaces for other individuals to thrive. No, that's awesome. And I do want to shout out who um, told us about you was uh, Stephen Smith, a former guest yeah. I was sitting right here. Some of the listeners or watchers are remember. And, you know, we were talking about how I'm coming from Seattle and I really okay. got my PhD, I think, in like RFPs and RFQs for the government and, and, and learning about that. And he said, you know what? You have to meet 
grassroots consulting. So <laughs> I, I said, okay, cool. Because I told him, I said, for what you're doing, there's probably somewhere you can teach that and get paid. And I was talking about, you know, youth programs. And he's like, I don't know, but Sandra, she would know. And so, yeah. you know, in West Palm Beach, let me know if this is one of the, the places that has really tapped into using the community to teach the community. So what I mean by that is mm-hmm. black folk teaching black folk and, you know, mm-hmm. black folk coming in and mentoring young black people in the mm-hmm. services. So not everyone can be a ball player or a rapper, even though I got an album that just released the EP this week. You know, All right, make sure you email me. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I, I will. It, platforms. It, you know, it, it was a motivational thing. My team said, just give us a motivation. We'll put a beat behind it and do what it do. And I said, okay, cool. And you just have to try. And so I, I want to know is, in your opinion, um, is West Palm Beach somewhere that's tapped in, especially to the, the black and brown youth to say, we're going to find mentors for you? Or are they throwing mm-hmm. them in jail? Or, you know, is it everybody else getting that government money to teach our yes. Oh my. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. If I let me do, <laughs> this is my, this is my conversation. Now you see why I said what I said when you asked me what gives me the greatest joy. Because what is happening, I have the opportunity. I call myself a business midwife. I have the opportunity to help people to do just that because they don't necessarily know how to. And so I would have, if I had to be honest, I'm going to say West Palm is getting there. We have a long way to go. Unfortunately, in our community, even with the business aspect of it, if I could show you uh, a back three years ago before the pandemic hit, and I'm, 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 I'm begging people, get your business license, get your business insurance, you know, use, I have next door, I have nine office spaces. This space I'm in now is a third business, which is the inspiration station. It's a co-working space. I launched this in November. It started picking up in February and then the pandemic hit in March. And I've been crying out, come use the space, you guys. If you're looking to be in business, you got, you need a commercial presence, you know, pay a, a a monthly fee to use our office address as your office space, you know, and just really getting them because once you grow, then you're able to give back to other people. But a lot of times the reason why we can't do that because our hands are on the plow. Our hands are on those people's J-O-B that we can't release and go to our real journey that we're supposed to be on so we can have the resources, the time. Time is a resource. The money, the money is a big resource. The knowledge, the knowledge is a big resource. Because you're going to do two things in life. You're either going to build someone else's dream, and some people need to because they don't have the oomph to not, you know, <laughs> to you know, not know how to, you know, structure their schedule. They want to sleep all day. And then other people are going to take that sacrifice and build their own. But what I have found, we like just getting by. And I'm over that. I only, I only see and want to connect with people that are visionaries. Because what happens if you don't have vision, that you don't, it's almost like you're like on a, on, on a hamster wheel, you're going around in a circle. And until we get that, oh my gosh, if we're ever going to reclaim surrendered ground, whether it was stolen or, or given, 
we economics plays a big role in that. Community engagement plays a big role in that. Um, working collaboratively, which I said that's the new currency. It plays a big role in that. So we got some work to do in West Palm Beach. Got some work to do. Um, but we're getting there slowly but surely, but I sure wish we would hurry up. <laughs> now, is it, is it, because Seattle did a good job at tapping in to the community because the community demanded it. And it wasn't a lot of us, but there was enough of us to you know, come mm -hmm. together. But a lot of times, and I've lived in five different states. My wife and I have traveled with our mm -hmm. kids you know, from, from state to state due to work and school. And right here, we have, we're in no rush with this weather. You know, mm -hmm. this, this, <laughs> this was the answered prayer for six years in Seattle, but we learned mm -hmm. a lot. But it's either the black community isn't aware of, you know, they don't know what an RFQ, RFP, what any of that is and how to tap into it. So you have other people who are able to cut off the top. Oh, man. Hire them. <laughs> so it's either our problem for not knowing or it's the powers that be. Like when I was in Lubbock, Texas, and they, they did something totally different where they cut off the top, but it started so high up unless you were a politician or knew them, you couldn't, you wouldn't know because it has to go out to the big boys, the Boys and Girls Club, the United Way. We're not going to even throw out any RFPs, especially of significance. You know, $1,200 is not of significance to do anything for you. So which one is it? It is us for not knowing and tapping in. Are the RFPs there to grab and we're not going after them? Or are we being, you know, locked out? It's a mixture. It's a mixture. I won't say we're being locked out because there have been so many disparity studies here. I could just, my, I, I'm just over disparity studies. <laughs> so let's talk about the funding aspect for nonprofits. I have to give kudos to Quantum Foundation. You can look them up. Quantum Foundation was one of the first foundations that stepped out of the traditional norm. They still have their traditional funding for their larger, I call them my well or organizations. Um, but I want to say it's been over 12 or 13 years, probably longer than that, that they started a program called Quantum in the Community. And so they'll they set aside funds specifically for grassroots organizations. And that has, that has been a trendsetter. And why many of the other foundations was not on board, you know, because they, they just stayed the course. And now they have now come around and for the last three or four years, they have made those funds available. Now, where we miss it at, we, meaning the village, we don't, we don't grasp so much that this is a stepping stool. This is a step upward. So we need to make sure if we're going to use this in order to get us to our next, that we need to get that back office right. It's the paperwork that's killing us every single time. Kudos, I'm switching, change, changing tracks here. Kudos to Fredenia Baker, who is the county uh, administrator for Palm Beach County and the county commissioners. When I tell you Palm Beach County nationwide has been on the top of the monies that they brought to our businesses in this community, hands down. Our businesses, have they been doing business from the beginning? No one can stop you from registering with Sundays. That's our state department. No one can stop you from going downtown to get your business and your county tax receipt. 
No one can stop you from doing that. But we like, oh, I cook out of my house. I make enough money. I don't want to be, I don't want the people in my business. So it's the mindset. But they had the opportunity for business to get up to $25,000 in a grant. No payback. They ran two rounds of that, two rounds. We just finished a third round where they lowered it to 15,000. Now, my firm, because we were on a minority certified, we were able to be on the, we couldn't apply for it because we were um, uh, among about 10 or 12 other entities that were first level reviewers for the process. And so that you can't knock them when people won't do what they want to do. Now you need a business tax return. Can you tell me how you were in business and never filed a business tax return? Unfortunately, we don't have the luxury like our president. You know, that's a little political plug there. <laughs> so <laughs> why, how, how are you in business for five, 10, 15 years and never filed a business tax return? That's not their fault. I've, I've heard some issues of that when I've been mentioning to people, you know, don't go for that PP, uh, PPP, Payroll Protection Program. Yeah, don't go for that. But SBA has always had a loan. I call it a damn near guarantee if you have 20% of what you're asking for. And folks will say, you know, I can't because I haven't filed a tax return or there's issues. And I'm like, wait, hold on. You you seem to be a very organized person. Uh How did you not do that? Who's your CPA? And then various stories of what are, you know, Sometimes they make up a story. Sometimes they should have fired their CPA because your CPA is supposed to handle those things for right. you. But you're also mm-hmm. responsible as an entrepreneur. So, right. so no, that that's great. So I'm talking to someone who got that money. And for someone who's listening, because what I love to have these conversations, especially when we're tapping into stuff everybody can do, um, mm-hmm. if you can say that um, organization or person. For a second, I thought you said Anita Baker. I was about like, hold on, Anita. Virginia, Virginia Baker is the um, is the county administrator for Palm Beach County. So oh. she's she's the head of Palm Beach County. And then of course you have your county commissioner. So of course she could not make the decisions on her own, but she made the recommendations. She made sure the money was in house. And even even to go a step farther, they they have money for nonprofits. So they had a set aside pot of money for nonprofits up to twenty five thousand dollars. And then um, then they also had rent assistance, mortgage assistance, paying landlords not to evict people, utility assistance, food assistance. So they left no stones unturned. And I cannot thank our county commissioners and the administrator of Virginia Baker enough because it has shown me as a business owner that they're not asleep. They're not asleep. And you can look in, when I tell you I have searched every state, I've called colleagues. I mean, because I want to fact check myself. I'm like, I don't see, I haven't seen anybody giving up to $25,000. No, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And that um, you say you, you were a uh, recipient. No, we're a reviewer. So the the Office of Equal Small Business, which is a department of the county, you know, they do the minority certification uh, for businesses. And so what they did was they put, um, they created a contract for minority um, businesses that provide financial services, i.e. taxes and other um, accounting services. And they um, contracted about, I think it's about 10 or 12 of us. 
that they contract to be first level reviewers for the applications. Awesome, awesome. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm gonna talk to you off air about um, Palm Beach County tax. Uh, I, I don't, we're gonna talk off air about that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Our tax now, our taxes is high, um, but still not high. You know, our taxes locally is seven and a half, seven percent, which is a half percent more than a state. But Alabama and all those other states, they're well, quadruple. And our tax roll is high because we have a lot of movie stars that have homes in in our area, mm -hmm. like the like the um, the Williams sisters and Tiger Woods and. Uh, President Trump and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you have to think two-term two President Trump since it's going to be a smooth transition, supposedly. <laughs> supposedly, I don't know how that's going to happen, but it supposedly that's going to happen, and we'll, we'll have to see how that magic works. Uh, that will not happen. No, ain't no two turns for that. <laughs> so you have, you know, I'm an I'm an eight A firm and. People always kind of are amazed. They say, how yes. do you do so That's many- That's my next. Huh? <laughs> That's my next, the 8A. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and people always ask me, like, you have a lot going on. You have other businesses. And I say, no, you need to meet people like you because you have a lot going on. So do you, like, do people look at you strange, weird, and how do you deal with that? Because I already know the answer to that question. When they say, <laughs> you need to just focus on one thing. You need to stop trying to do everything. I'm sure you've heard this hundreds oh, yeah. of times. Talk, yes. talk about that for that person who might be like 15 listening, thinking that they're weird and they don't have that support system. Yeah. It really, if you, I tell, I use a magic word. You have to have the capacity. Now I can tell you this, one of the things that I will be doing, I will be um, streamlining some of my services. But if you look at my, uh, my, my, my delivery of my uh, availability of service, it's sort of kind of a holistic approach to business operations. Um, where I work with a team of people. Uh, I had just before the pandemic had just brought in contractual staff to help the workload because it can be a little daunting. But I'm grateful that I had options during this pandemic because this my new this new the the inspiration station creator solutions. I mean, I by the grace of God, I've been able to still pay the bills you know, with minimum to no traffic flow the first five months. And I'm grateful for that. So if you have the capacity to do it, forget the naysayers because some people are not wired to do multiple things. And I can tell you like being an insurance broker, it is hard because there's a lot of money to be made in the insurance industry, but I don't get the opportunity to work it as much because of the fact I have other things going on. So now I use it as an overlay. And then I'm not even going to tell you, like, by the end of this month, I will have my real estate license. I'm going to pass that test. <laughs> But my motive is different. And I tell people, you're going to die trying to keep up with me because every time I say I do something, people go my my message. How did you do such, such, such? And I'm thinking like, you're going to die to try to keep up with me because I do things totally for different reasons. My reason to get a real estate license has nothing to do with not selling one home. Even though I'm certified in housing counseling, I'm a certified financial coach. I have my homeowners and um, homeowners and financial certification through neighbor, neighbor, neighbor Works of America. Um, so I have all of that. But my reason to get a real estate license is so I can share in the commission. 
So when I make a referral, they got to pay me. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. And I'm, I'm going to give a, a timeline because, you know, I, I know I don't use the word busy. Actually, one of my tracks is called You're Not Busy. But yesterday, my day started, and it doesn't always start like this, but it started at 5.30, so I could do a 6 o'clock Australian interview with, with mm -hmm. someone. Um, this Last night at midnight, I'm doing an interview. I did an interview with someone in Kenya, and, and wow. I, I have business that I do in Kenya, and it was an interview, and, and here we are here, and the day will just keep going, right? And I love yes. it. That's, that can be a, a typical day. What is a day like yours? Because when you have so much going on, it's not like you're waking up at 10 a.m. in the morning and then going to bed at 8.30. So talk about that because I want to show I'm not a unicorn. You're not a unicorn. We just are driven. And we're, and we're wide different. I posted this morning, when your desires change, your desires change. Somebody will get that later on tonight. You know, they'll get it like 11 o'clock before they go to bed. And so because my desire is different, I have to confess, um, I told you about the food situation. So I battled my weight loss for years. I was doing really good last year and had a trigger and then added 30 more pounds that I just fought two years to lose. And so last week after I came back from vacation, yesterday marked seven days of me being back on some type of physical activity. So right now my day starts around anywhere between five or six o'clock in the morning some days 4 30 depending on what my where my first appointment is and my first day my first thing is my devotional time that's my time where i i sit i i read i listen i ponder i journal and then, then I go out and I do, I try to get two and a half miles and there is a bridge like five minutes away from my house. I literally live five minutes away from the beach. Um, and so I walk two and a half miles over and back from the bridge. And from there, I come back, get dressed. And so my average day, my first appointment generally is around 9.30 or 10, hence 10 o'clock this morning. And my day, I try to, because I'm studying for the exam, I try to be out of the office by 9 or 10. Um, but I don't make a habit of stretching my body. I used to years ago, but I have to have a balance because I've learned over time, you know, I'm 50. <laughs> Once you get half of a century, that body does something different. And I need to be in good health in all areas of my life to be around to, you know, to secure that 4.5 liquid million dollars that I'm going to have to be able to be a blessing. So I have a lot going on. I, 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 I start streamlining some of my processes. Fifteen minutes complimentary, an hour for a fee, and I send them the link. You know, so I don't do all this talking anymore. They, they'll sit on the phone for ten or fifteen minutes, and so I'm streamlining day by day. I'm always trying to figure out, you know, how I can get more structure to my life. No, that is beautiful, and you know, black don't crack if you don't smoke it. So nobody <laughs> could have guessed your age. They wouldn't. Nobody believes I'm fifty. <laughs> yeah, I tell people my my hair. And uh, my hair is because I said, hold on. Someone said, is that thinning? I said, oh, I'm going to grow it all out again. <laughs> hold on. We're we going to do, we're we, we going to ride this thing out and have fun. And it's rebellion too. 
to say, yeah. you know, black folks give me the biggest issue about my hair because they hate themselves. I said, I can have my hair however I want. I bet you I'll outwork you and whoever mm -hmm. you think you could hire. Um, and, and, it, and it's proven because, and, and I'm not looking for clients at the, you know, we haven't looked for clients in years. They come to us and it's a beautiful mm -hmm. place to be in. Uh, right. Yeah, but, it is. And just like you said, I want to pick it back off of that before you ask your next question. Um, I've been in structure and I call it registered business for 14 years. I've been doing the work for um, 20 and my business runs strictly on referrals. Uh, it has taken me 14 years to build a platform and a steady. Now it's time to create assets. And so that's where I am right now. But I, I can appreciate the fact that, you know, you have your consistent customers. But I'm very transparent because people think because I have all this going on, I have all this money. And, you know, if I could show you my inbox messages or text messages that people always, you know, because I do, I, you know, I do have a gift, gift to raise money. And I used to shy away from saying it, but I do. And people think that's all I do in life. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> Well, I definitely know who to send people because I don't have that gift and your gift shall make room for you. So I'm going to definitely know -uh, that you want to raise money. Here you go. Grassroots consulting. <laughs> you know, because, if, you know, that that's that's really a, a gift. And, you know, um, you know, Acuity and things like Clarity.fm have really helped me. But yes. I don't know if you have this, but if you haven't, check on Amazon Digital. But I have an automatic text thing. So if somebody calls me, they get oh, an automatic really? text and then they can book mm -hmm. time. So I don't pick up my phone unless that time is booked, unless, you know, I like the person like you. And I'm like, oh, let's talk shop because you're actually mm -hmm. say something of value and not just try to be like a leech to just yeah. suck <laughs> you, you know, all the way. Mm hmm. So, so um, yeah, check check that out if you don't have it. It's a it's a cool app that costs uh, you know two bucks or something like that. Is this, is Amazon Digital? Yeah, yeah, it was on Amazon Digital, and and it works very good even through your WhatsApp. It can even work for your social media. But um, I got enough aunties who get frustrated. What do you mean I got a book time? I said I told you it's not for you. <laughs> I'm not trying to get beat next time I'm in Oakland. Uh, are through the phone, as, as they used to say. Um, but, you know, with getting this structure, have you found, and I, and I love this because I already think I know the answer, but <laughs> if folks can't afford your services, have you found a business that, you know, you're like, hey, if you can't afford me, I want a piece of this business. Therefore, once you get the business on the ground, you have forever <laughs> money. Has that ever occurred? No, because I, and this is why I said it took me 14 years to get here. Um, I, <laughs> I actually have allowed myself to shortcut my fees forever. Even to this year, I said, I'm increasing. I'd say October 1, my, my prices are going up and I'm still negotiating prices with people. But after this December 31st, it's a wrap. Um, you know, and, and even at a reduced, a reduced price, people think my prices are high. I'm thinking like, are you kidding me? You have to be kidding me. And I'm just going to put it out there, you know, if for a Florida nonprofit organization, this is what they're getting. And I'm, and I'm, I'm going to be just as transparent because I found transparency deliver people. 
Yeah. I do their articles, their employer identification number, their IRS application, their tax return, their tax certificate, their solicitation license. And now I have a pre-recorded board training and provide a board package. I charge $1,000 debt hard. And <laughs> that includes their state and their federal fees. Y'all better jump on this before it goes up. Y'all better jump on this before it goes up because <laughs> that is a crazy price. Right. That, we, is, that is, I'm literally giving it to them. I mean, like you, when you use legal Zoom, they're going to give you one service and anything else you they do for you, they're going to charge you like crazy. You're not going to be able to text and say, hey, I have a question. You're not, it, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. You're no, that that's a that's that's a steal of a price, and it shows that you love what you're doing. And I love what I do. And I got I've been you know we've all been used like a hammer, and then they throw us back, and you get <laughs> oh that's why doing interviews like this make me so happy because we got to give your flowers while you're here. That you know mm -hmm. in the history books they're gonna write about you. Not that you want them to, but it's the work that you've already done, the seeds that you've already planted, and it's mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing. And, and really, I think the government should make sure they look out for people like you with those mm -hmm. RFPs and, and, you know, that's why I'm getting my AA certifications. I have a, a conglomerate of different kinds now, but my AA and I actually because I've heard it was so hard to get. And so I love challenges. And so I actually did it, did the initial application and thank God they didn't deny it. They requested me to provide more information. And so really where I am, I'm like in limbo because of course you got to show a substantial amount of money that you've handled. And a lot of my money have not came from the government. It comes from, you know, individuals. And so I'm trying to, I'm going to get through this year, get, you know, get the bookkeeper to get everything together. And then I'm going to make a final decision as to do I want to reapply now or I mean, send me, resubmit me, provide the missing information or do I want to wait and, and try it again next year? So I'm in, I'm in, I'm on the fence about that, but locally the County has um, paid me, you know, um, provided contracts for me to do it on smaller scales. And then the pandemic happened. It's like, soon as I get this and show the results then the pandemic happens, so it's like, Oh gosh. So it has put a little different things on hold for me right in that retrospect. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll encourage you by saying I, I heard that. And, you know, there were people in my black business club in Seattle who really were shocked that I got it. But my pizza mm -hmm. advisor said, I need you to get this. And for a year, I didn't get it. She said, I need you to get this before you do not qualify. She's like, You're mm -hmm. not going to, I need you to get it before you can't qualify. And mm -hmm. I said, So it's not just showing how much money you have, but how much money you also don't have because there's that. You got to be inside their rules and they don't play with those rules. Mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. um, it, I did that paperwork two or three times. I was dedicated. And even yeah. when I, even when I, they came and they check your house where you're at and they look under the rug, they said, hey, we, we had at the time in Seattle one TV in the house because I don't believe in TVs in the bedroom. It's more important mm -hmm. than the bedroom. But <laughs> they, they, they looked at my TVs and said, you didn't put that on the list. I said, a $700 TV? They said, your wedding ring, you didn't put that. I said, my fly swatter? 
that's what my friends call it. They say, you know, your wife got that for you so everybody else know. Say, <laughs> no. my, my wife is from Cameroon. That's the last thing she worried about. Is, <laughs> um, you know, but I think that you'll get it and hopefully you'll excel because I'll tell people 8A is not like a magic certificate like any of them. You still have to work it and there's so mm -hmm. much you have to be willing to do, which honestly, right. I've been able to do raising two kids um, mm -hmm. dang near always um, kind of by myself. My wife is busy in the hospital. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, and so you'll get it. You'll get it. Just keep pushing and don't take no. Yeah, because that was one of the things. They were like, your personal. I'm like, they don't even understand, child. I don't have a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I don't have not one. I have an old antique TV at my house. I need to throw away. I'm just too lazy to do it. And I don't have a TV. So I, I saw, but yeah, and I can appreciate it. I'm just glad they didn't deny it because they said if you, they deny you, then you have to wait a whole year before you reapply. So I just said, I'm going to get all of this behind me and then I'll follow up, you know, and then provide the necessary information that they ask for. And then we'll go from there. Yeah. And just for clarification, just because your paperwork gets pushed back, people, that's not the in denial. That just means mm -hmm. redo it, you know. Yes. And, and so because people get so, you know, I, I saw people that were really jealous. I mean, old men, old men that should have been retired talking about how you get it. And I'm like, okay, this is that self-hatred again. Um, yeah. and, and then you don't understand it's only for nine years. You got it for nine years. Out of the nine years, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? Every contract that we have subbed on um, mm -hmm. before or even after that, they come to me. And so I'm at the point where I'm just now getting in that I'm in Florida and I see more black people in a black community because mm -hmm. Washington state has uh, anti-affirmative action laws. Uh, and I know mm -hmm. Jackson, um, I believe did too in their, their city in Florida, but I, I just wasn't really into just begging massa for, you know, mm -hmm. some money. We're going to go make some money and we do right. it all to Africa. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. That's it's awesome. It is awesome. Well, I definitely look forward to working with you off the off the air. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't want to give the people a game overload. We've talked about a lot of things. I want you guys to make sure you check out the description and hit the links. Follow Miss Stringer throughout her journey. If you need help, pay that thousand dollars. You know, for the nonprofit, <laughs> take a course. And make sure you share this game with someone. This is free game. You cannot watch this and be broke. You're talking to two entrepreneurs who can help right. you and are advising right. you behind the scenes. Right. And I'm big on, you know, you always see these ads about, let me help you make six figures. Let me help you make six figures. And I'm like, six figures is not hard to make. Now my goal is making double what I've made for the last four or five years that I've been studying on that. So now I got to increase that. Um, but also is making it and netting it is two different things. <laughs> Real talk. And, and because the girls on OnlyFans are doing that and uh -huh. but will they keep it because they're going to buy a burka bag as soon as they get it. <laughs> and, and a Maserati.
Yeah. And see, that's so, that is so not like me. And I tell people, let me be clear. I'm not judging anybody that wants a big house. I'm, I'm not. I'm not judging anybody that wants a fancy car because I'm on my declaration list. There is a seven passenger SUV with no payments on there, <laughs> but I want it to be able to haul full. <laughs> I don't even want it to exist. I don't even have my, my daughter. I have one child. She's 24 and lives in Georgia. And so I don't even, you know, I don't have small kids. I need because I need space when I'm traveling. <laughs> well, and I'm not going to let you just be so humble because y'all, I don't know the city all that well, but she said she's close to a bridge. I think she's close to Mar-a-Lago. So, you yeah. know. <laughs> no, the Mar-a-Lago is on the other side. I'm, my, my area is Singer Island. Mar-a-Lago is more closer to my office. <laughs> okay, okay. You guys have to go check check out the site and kind of see how she's living. You might, you know, don't, don't ask. Oh no, my home is, my home is not even a thousand square feet. There's like, I only think it's 900. I have a very small house. I look at it now. It's like, how did a whole family live here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, well, that's just easy to clean. And that, and that's a blessing. That's a blessing. <laughs> you guys have been laced with the game. Like, share, subscribe. We're going to take this off air. Be blessed. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and lots, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.